Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And indeed it is. Two guys in a mic show. TalkZone.com. The big dog is out today. Special guest in the house. He hath returned to the place of his greatness. The Hall of Famer, if you will. Mark Carmine in the house live. Well, not live from Kansas City, but uh, the ex from Kansas City. Carmen and the coach with you right up until 11 o'clock talking sports and more here on the Two Guys in a Mic show. A little bit of music from David Olson. And we'll introduce our semi-esteemed guest. Coach, all the great ones in life get fired, and even the not-so-great ones. And I, of course, fall into the ladder of that uh, combination. Great to be here with you. See, you look fantastic. I mean, Coach, as I was driving in today, I thought back to 1962 when we started this show, and or you started this show, in a different format on a different network that was actually heard on the radio at the time. And, of course, you are, are a very progressive person and have advanced all the way up to internet radio some people think that that's you know a downgrade you on the other hand you saw the future and you came here to the talk zone and you know i've had a little bit of a bump in the road on on my career path um you told me a long time ago that this is the career for you you need to stick with this and um, (laughs) i said i would get out at 30 now i'm 38 pushing 40 I think by the time I'm 82, I might make it, but it's great to be here with you today just to share in these moments because I feel like this is like therapy for me. I've gone all the way back so we can talk about, you know, you can just kind of get me lifted back up again. If some of our regular two guys and a mic listeners have no idea what the strange gentleman was just talking about, let me refresh it a little bit. First of all, his name is Mark. Carmine, is there really a regular two guys in a mic listener? Oh, Have you, are you able on, to confirm yeah. that? Six or seven people out there on a regular basis. Come on. Umpire uh, Don? <laughs> Mark Carmen and uh, we go all the way back to a show uh, way back, I don't know, the early 90s on WCBR Radio. We 1998, Coach. The Naked Truth About Sports. Great we show. We went from there to a show called The Morning, well, to a little bit at The Score. That's right. Sports that, Radio 670 you, with the coach and the kid. You you were there. You had made it. You had you had reached the pinnacle. You were on the you were on WSCR Chicago. You could make it there. I mean, you you were doing it. It it had happened. I don't know who was the guy that was producing that show that got you the gazillion guests and got you all this publicity and had a, you had a very talented co-host back then too in a one Seth Marks that lifted you all the way up to that point. I don't think you've ever given me the proper credit for getting you to the big time. Would you like to do that right now? Mark Carmen, the producer of that uh, semi I think that's a fair comment, David Olson. Show, we should mention our <laughs> I, producer on this particular show, David Olson, father of two at any minute, at any point, any tick of the clock, he could be the father of three. So we wish uh, David the best of luck in the upcoming uh by the way, we are, we are going to talk about KC Sports and what happened last night at the All-Star no Game. That's coming up. Let me, let me go just ahead. finish the uh, the transition here. Yeah, go ahead. Then we did a radio show called The Morning Break um, on W... Uh, I can't remember the station. WSBC. 12. WSBC. Thank you very much. Mark Carmen was a, uh, a regular the first year or two, and then when you actually had to get paid for a job, you still came in as an occasional co-host. Then that was you amazing. went to Kansas City, as you alluded to. Not well. You're skipping parts of my career, but that's okay, Coach. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't want to get it in Northern Illinois. That was a 
that brief was a, moment in time. Show's over at eleven o'clock. We got a brief show. Great, here. great show. A couple of years in Kansas City. You were working your way up, doing a heck of a job. Things uh, you hit a little, as you said, bump of the road in Kansas City. Back in Chicago, nice enough to be sitting in for the big dog today. And Mark, I think I can speak on behalf of all the Chicago fans and maybe some of your Kansas City fans. Great to have you back, and you haven't aged a bit. Thank you very much, Coach. Uh, maybe just a bit. And and you no, know, the gray hair is enormous right now and it you know i'm getting them on the chest and in other areas that we probably shouldn't discuss on this family f- uh, friendly program if you will but that's what <laughs> happens when you uh you know get older and i'm trying to get comfortable with that but i i do want to start here coach after uh we just talked about me and i'm sure people are fascinated for uh the first five minutes but i you are a guy if people don't know you you're a guy with a very high moral fiber you you know you want things done the right way <laughs> It's kind of like hosting a show with your dad. And in KC, I was known as Old Man Carm because I'm hosting with a bunch of 25-year-olds, the up-and-comers of the world. And I was this old guy that, you know, was kind of get-off-my-lawn type of deal. Mm -hmm. So you're like 7,000 times past that normally. So I'm curious what you think of the happenings in sports last night, Coach. KC, one of the great sports towns in the country. You respect Kansas City. A lot of people don't right now. Kansas City is getting killed. Fox Sports taking shots at them. I mean, every, Yahoo's taking shots at them. ESPN's taking shots at them. Everybody's saying that the KC fans acted in an unprofessional manner last night by booing Robinson Cano. This is a charity home run derby. State Farm's raising money. And here the fans are booing a guy who has earned his way into the game because he didn't take on Billy Butler. And people are saying the Kansas City fans are, are just terrible. They're awful. And I personally am incredibly proud of what Kansas City did last night. First of all, no one ever cares about the Home Run Derby unless you're the biggest nerd on the planet. It's the talk of sports right now. Everyone's talking Home Run Derby. You know why? Because the KC fans made it the conversation. And why do they do it? Because Robinson Cano, the goondog out in New York, he's he's captaining the team. <laughs> and you got the hometown guy, Billy Butler, who's having a career year. 16 homers at the break. I haven't looked at the stats in a while. Maybe he's got 17. Whatever it is, he's having a great year. And you don't choose him to be in the home run derby in his hometown in, in the home park. The guy deserved to be booed. And they did it. And they did it throughout the whole time. It wasn't like one boo. They used all their energy throughout this entire time up there. The guy doesn't hit one home run. And here's the big, bad, evil empire New York Yankees getting crushed on national TV by small-town Kansas City. I thought it was the greatest thing that possibly could have happened in the history of Home Run Derby. I was so proud. I'm, and I'm curious, though, you, you know, you're Mr. on the right side of the street, and, and God bless you for it. I'm curious what you think about the KC fans going at a Robbie Cano in, a, in what is, you know, supposed to be a fun charity deal. What do you think, Coach? Is David, that too long of a I, question for you? I haven't seen the guy for two years, and in seven minutes he's already annoying me. Uh, that's what I, that's what <laughs> I do. It's like old times here. Uh, being a man of moral, uh, a high moral fiber, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I know that. I know you're not, this, look, this whole yeah. show you're not going to be comfortable God, until 11. I'm just going to keep talking. Maybe Go. you see me eat breakfast the last couple of weeks, but Uh-oh. I'm definitely a man of fiber. I don't know about the high moral Uh-oh. part, but I got the fiber part down. There you go. If I leave the show for about 12 minutes, you'll know why. Um, uh, first of all, let me throw out the phone number so people could check yeah, in here if they would do. like to. We'd love to hear from you. 888-463-6748. Again, 888-463-6748. Uh, 
Eight eight eight, go for it if you if you like a. Uh, I hate the, the, the You hate the go yeah, for it. I, I'm not a big. Why fan of why are you against go go for not it? Not go for it specifically, but you know yeah. I understand. You know, dial up one seven seven three. Eat here, you know. Just just give me the damn numbers. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. My bad, coach. Go nine ahead. lines open if you want to try to squeeze in. Ten. Uh, wh- How many lines we got here? <laughs> Uh, first of all, you yeah. know, you came in all excited about this. A, I didn't watch the home run derby. B, I don't think the whole damn sporting world is, is uh, not like the, you know, the biggest story around. So I think you're, we got to tone you down a little bit. What else bit. is going the on? The fact that the Kansas City fans booed Robinson Cano. You understand this is the slowest sports week of all time. I'm not the, saying the Super Bowl's not going on on Sunday. Two, tour de France. The what? Nine stages down, 11 to go. All right. Well. No one cares about cycling, period. This is the big story. I know that we Northwestern still, just got I a huge I still got a little recruit. Wimbledon tennis residue in me, a little Roger Federer. You want to talk about Federer and Djokovic, I'm, I'm right kidding, here for of you. Course. I'm kidding. I will answer your question, again, without having watched it. Yeah. And only heard about it. My initial, you, know, I'm not, you know me. I'm never a big fan of booing. I think it kind of makes a person look idiotic. I don't know the details. Uh, you know, I didn't know Billy Butler had 16 homers. When in doubt, if it's possible, yeah, select the guy from the hometown. That seems pretty logical. Did Robinson Cano give a reason that he did not select Billy? Don't call me Red Butler. Well, he he didn't, I believe, give a very good reason. And what he did say beforehand, which is being... First of all, Robinson Cano makes the pick because he's the captain. He's the captain. Captain for the American League. And good old Robbie Cano, once again, Coach, just so you know, went up there and did not hit one ball out of the park. Not one. I mean, they were riding him. It got in his head. And people are saying, oh, Cano got in really late last night. He didn't have proper sleep. You know what? The Casey fans got in his head. That's why I didn't hit one out. They deserve credit for this. It's 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 always beautiful to see a Yankee Zero. fail. Zero homers Zero. in home run derby. The old nada. Out. Hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could step up there and at least knock one over the Casey. I mean, eh, probably a couple. There you go. What was his explanation? His expl. Well, here here's what he. This is why he's really getting booed. Okay. He got booed because when asked beforehand a couple weeks ago, will you take? Uh, will you pick Billy Butler? And he said, well, it's always good to have somebody from the hometown in the home run derby. Mm-hmm. So he, he laid it out there like he was going to do it. And then he just didn't do it. Well, who did he pick? Oh, well, you, you had Jose, you, you gotta pull it up. Jose I Bautista. You had Jose Bautista. And Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. Well, hard and, to argue and, with and, those guys. That, this is, it, it, I'll argue with any of them. I don't care if the guy, if, if you got Jose Batista hitting 68 home runs. Yeah, you get him in there. But look, you got five slots. You can get Billy Butler in there. It's the home run derby in Kansas City. Last time KC had the All-Star game was in the 70s, I believe 1973. It's there every 30 years and, and maybe less if you're Kansas City. You put, the guys, the guys hitting bombs. You, you gotta, you get, you get the whole crowd behind the American League. You, you gotta think big picture. Cano went small picture, and now every time he comes up in Kansas City the rest of his career, he's gonna get killed. Well, yes. I, I would say if it's close, if it's near close, yeah, it's only the home run derby. It's not, you know, the World Series, so you definitely take the hometown kid. If it's not close, and I haven't analyzed who the hell should be in the home run derby, so I agree with you. If it's close, well, here, when all things are nearly equal, you pick Billy Butler, but if it's not close, I, you know, Jose Bautista? Or Billy Butler, if I had to choose between the two, I think you got to go Jose. Well, let me, here, let me ask you this question, okay? There are two other things for you along what the, the KC fans did. By the way, I love. Yes. And I'm not just saying this to suck up to you and any potential suck it up. Kansas City listeners that are uh, tuning in right now, because you heard me say this back in the old morning break days. As a Chicago, 
Yeah. I have always, always appreciated the Kansas City fans. I think they're amongst the best in sport. The old Casey Royals fans, I know they've hit about, what, about a 20-year downturn? 25. But I love them. And I was talking to you before the show, and I've said this uh, many a time, maybe my top ten athletic uh, things that I have not experienced. Yeah. A trip to Arrowhead Stadium, because I think that atmosphere and those fans look awesome. Well, you want to make it a twofer. You want to go when, uh, go in November or December and then head on out to Allen Fieldhouse and see the Jayhawks play? I actually did go in Allen. Oh. Remember, I think, did I tell you that story? I don't believe you did. Go right ahead, Coach. I'm well, fascinated. Uh, we, were <laughs> we were visiting Kansas. Okay. Oh, you went with your son? With my son. Okay. So at the end of the college visit before living, now my, my older son has zero interest in sports. He wouldn't know Allen pa- Fieldhouse from... Uh, bad parenting. Coach. Yeah. Well, you know, I tried. I try, and my not, wife not hard enough. My wife would know a Kansas Jayhawk from a USC Trojan. Well, therein lies the problem. Well, maybe you she would. But maybe you need to get rid of her. <laughs> Anyhow, so at the end, I had to convince him to go over there and look at the athletic facility. I go over to Allen Fieldhouse, and it's closed up. Yeah. For the most part, but there were some workers in the back. My wife's going, "All right, we got to get out of here." I go, "Come on, I got to check it out. Yep. We can't go in. It's not open right now. Come on, I got to go." Check. So I went in the back, just walked in like I was working there. That's a great job. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and we went and was able to walk the bowels and then walk out onto the court. Right. When it was completely empty and perfectly set. It was kind of cool. Did you get a half of a something down low when you stood on that court? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's unbelievable. The unbelievable tradition. Right. And so, yeah. okay, well, you I saw, saw the Fog Allen twitch in my left gluteus maximus. Well, see, here's the thing, Coach. You saw it, and it's phenomenal, but you need to see it in action. Yes. So yes. It's, it's incredible. So that, do an arrowhead. Two by two with a Lawrence. Okay. I don't want to upset the Tiger listeners out there if any of them are tuning in. But I mentioned your sorry, name. Do not I the have, same. Do I move up in seats or do I move back if uh, I mention your name? Outside on the lawn, so don't <laughs> do that. But it, it's a, it's a great it's a great great place. Okay. But here, uh, Bill Self was at it was in the softball game. At you don't like Bill Self? Not a big fan because he left for Kansas. Yeah. You're an Illinois guy. Respect his coaching. But you don't like him as a guy. What do you he's just he's, there's something about him. What what would that be? You got to go further not than that. Sure. You're not sure. There's just something about yeah, there, uh, him. A little a quiet smarminess, quiet cockiness. Uh, he needs all that to be successful. You got to be cocky eh, in life. No, you don't. You confident. as a college basketball coach, yeah, confident, not cocky. Well, okay. Mike Shashevsky is confident. I don't get that smarminess about him. You don't? I do not. I feel, I feel like Coach K is like maybe the most smarmy. Really? These kids are so great. You don't have, have any idea what the pleasure is of coaching these do. I mean, the most smarmy for me, knowing that he – I love self. He's unbelievable. But in Kansas likes to think of themselves as the king of KC, right? Yes. Okay, well, Bill Self comes out in the, in, in the softball game, and he gets booed at home plate. Oh, uh the, the, the MLB char- softball Yeah, the game. charity okay, softball okay. game at the K yesterday. You know, George he gets Brad. booed. Booed. Crushed. Because there's a ton of Missouri fans in the in attendance, and they're killing on him. I thought that was sweet, too. I mean, KU, they you know they got the high and mighty act going on out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Kansas, except for the people that love Missouri. And the Missouri fans rose up and crushed Bill Self yesterday. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> I mean, another great job. And here's the other one. And here I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back to you, Coach, in a Chicago way. Matt Castle. Kansas City quarterback, most polarizing figure in town. They can't stand him. Some people back him. 75% can't stand him. The other 25% think he's, you know, of your average. He gets up there. It's, it's Once again, it's a charity softball game. They boo the living daylights out of Matt Castle. Now, it, make it, 
I pick a bear quarterback, any bear quarterback. Lots are there's a lot of candidates. They get up there. It's say, say this game's at Soldier at uh, U.S. Cellular Field or Wrigley Field, and they're they're booing. I don't know Kyle Orton or Cade McNown or whoever you want to pick. I mean, would that be all right with you on that level? Could is yeah. it okay to boo the Bears quarterback at the All Star game? Yeah, I think if you're booing like the Matt and Matt Cat, if you're booing with a little bit of jest, with a little bit of humor, but if you're booing with anger, no, then, it's, it's, then, I, then that not cool. I mean, you're taking things too serious. If you're booing at least half with a sense of humor, a half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I could I, buy it. If you're booing with legitimate vengeance and anger, you are a sports fan that gone a little bit over the top. Well, that this, would be that would be how I would separate it. I believe these boos were of real booing. Well, you it's know a, what? Get a life. Uh, well, do you ever boo? Have you ever booed? Nah. Never ever. Probably not. A young coach, John Cohn, perhaps a wayward. 20-year-old, <laughs> upset at his Chicago Cubs or Northwestern Wildcats. Have you ever let it out? I don't think so. Really? Uh, who knows? Uh, you know, maybe, probably, but still. A girls' high school basketball game, yeah, something like well, that. Now, you know, now you're hitting close to home. See, that's what I'm trying to get there. Yeah, I think I booed my team once, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> well, I, I can recall being a young lad coach sitting in the uh, left center field bleachers and having some Yahoo behind me the whole game, just screaming at Bobby Dernier. How are you going to feel when you pick up your paycheck, Bobby? And I felt like the guy was a goof. But then, at, you know, at 13, I was sitting there at a spring training game and just screaming at Damon Berryhill. I don't know what came Damon over. Berryhill. I was going, I went nuts on Damon Berryhill. But I, I felt like an ass after it. I, I did. And so I kind of learned something. But my dad was sitting right there, Mr. Morrill himself, 86-year-old Fred Carvin in his law office right now taking a nap probably but he's there <laughs> he let me do it it almost kind of like it like taught you something somehow but mm-hmm. some people they just they they will never ever stop and that's what they're going to do for the their the rest of their lives they're going to boo yeah well, they, like i said get a life but whatever happens could, in the next 42 minutes of this show it's already success simply for the reference of a damon burial cano Ca- cano castle self all crushed in kc I, I now, Kansas City fans, they don't have the reputation, do they, of, of being particularly negative? They have the reputation of being a great sports town for those in the know. Uh, but I don't, I wouldn't say that they have a negative okay. reputation like that at all. Okay. No, not, not, not at all. 888-463-6748 is the phone number. 888-463-6748. If I'm Robinson Cano, I think I gotta, I gotta come up with a hamstring and not play tonight. Now he's batting the second up, so you're gonna see him early. He'll probably get a couple of at bats unless his hamstring decides to, uh, flare up a little bit between <laughs> then and now. It is All-Star Tuesday, Mark Carmen, a fairly slow sporting time, uh, if you're not a Tour de France fan as I am. Uh, by the way, we still. No, we don't. We still give you stage to stage coverage of the. T- see, see, <laughs> see. Of the Tour de France, but it is All-Star Game Tuesday, and, uh, you know, we talk the NBA All-Star Game. It's kind of fun to watch. NHL, forget about it. Pro football is an absolute embarrassment. Other sports, I don't know. But the MLB All-Star Game still kind of cool. Uh, that's the one game I do enjoy watching as far as All-Stars. Do you like the fact that it actually means home field advantage? Uh, Always adds, the big question with the All-Star Game, adds Coach. to it and Poco, but that's not, that's, uh, you know, topping. That's the graham cracker crust. It's not the filler. What's the what's the filler for you? I just enjoy probably the one-on-one matchup, seeing the great pitcher right. come up against the great hitters. And, and I do think the two teams compete. There's more of a desire to win, even before 
when a Derek Jeter steps in against a Matt Cain, when a Justin Verlander yeah. goes up against uh it's good stuff. You know, a Starlin Castro tonight, perhaps mm-hmm. if he gets in the game. That won't be happening, I guess. National League starting lineup, Carlos Gonzalez leading off. I wouldn't know Carlos Gonzalez if he walked by me right now. Melky Cabrera. Gonzalez's second. book for 1045 will be on the show. We'll be talking to him in 20 <laughs> minutes. Go ahead. Ryan Braun, Joey Votto, Carlos Beltran, Buster Posey. Nice bounce back year for him. Uh-huh. The man with the greatest base in all the sports, Pablo Sandoval. Great man. At third base, great base. I don't know about great man. Dan Ugla. Okay. And Rafael Furcal. That could be. I'm going to throw this at you, Carmen. The worst National League All-Star team of all time? I was going to say, a lot of talent, but that might be, uh, a lot of talent-wise, the, the most... Over-the-hill talent. How is uh, Carlos yeah. Beltran back in the All-Star game as a starter? I know he's had a great year, but... Every so... All-Star lineup is good, but, but anybody else with us, you kind of agree with me here. That might be one of the weakest... Top to bottom all-star lineups well, I've ever the, seen. All the talents in the American League. Why don't you read the AL lineup? Woo! Derek Jeter. That's right. Robinson Cano. Cano, Cano? Robinson Cano, great player. You remember those commercials? What commercials are those? David, you remember the Cano perfume? Okay. Nobody remembers Cano okay. perfume, because coach. The, the that, motto was Cano, Cano. Cano, Cano? What that does that mean? It. Explain. Can, can you, Cano, you know. Can you, Cano? Yeah, that was the name of the perfume. Anybody out there can Shocky, confirm? Shocking, that, that, that perfume didn't old. make it. Maybe your dad is out there, 86-year-old. He woke up from the nap at the law office. Somebody out there confirm. Canoe, canoe. Ca- canoe, canoe was a uh, popular okay. TV diddy. All right. Uh, Josh what, Hamilton, we, third up. Can we get a Ham's beer after this? Josh, go ahead. <laughs> Jose Bautista, Prince Fielder, Adrian Beltre, David Ortiz batting second. Mike, Seventh. Thunderbolt Lightning. Uh, Napoli batting eight, uh-huh. and Curtis Granderson batting nine. Now that's an all-star lineup. The Grandy Man can, yeah. The the AL is uh, is stacked, and the NL is a disgrace. But uh, that's why they play the games, Coach. You have to remember that it's it's <laughs> it, this is uh you know you can't we can't mail this one in. It will be a uh, you know. Last year, I think the NL won last year. Is that correct? Game seven of the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. Was I, mean, I? I can't remember. It's a terrible job by me. If I actually, and the problem which uh, I was able to cover up in Kansas City, you, I had a, this thing called a computer in front of me, and I would be able to quickly research if something slipped my mind. You, on the other hand, are the only one in control of the one computer in the studio, and yes. unfortunately, you don't know how to use a computer. Well, no, I can use it, just not quick enough for instant access like that. Right. I could get it you, up for you, you at about 11.15. We'll, we'll, you'll have it by 12.30. <laughs> It'll be on the podcast. Somehow we'll, we'll clip out one port and we'll just add that in. No question about it. Do we it. get to talk about my athletic exploits, exploits from last night, Coach? Love to do that. Mark Carmine in the house with the coach here and the two guys at a mic show, TalkZone.com. We do this particular show five days a week, you one do. hour a day, five in total. The normal co-host, the big dog, Joel Radwanski, but Mark Carmine, one of our great co-hosts from days going by back, in the saddle. Great to have you here. And apparently you uh, had, what, a softball game yesterday? 888-463-6748. Yes, Coach, I was uh, I was on the diamond last night. And uh, there are what I like to call out there athletes, Coach. And then there are great athletes. Mm-hmm. And then there are great, great, great athletes. And that's where I would put myself, just in that great, great, great category. Is this within the recreational sport genre? Yeah, of course. Okay. Although I, I do think that 
if I had focused properly as a youth, I could have made it. <laughs> and it, I think I could have made it at least to single A baseball. But yeah, you know, yeah. somehow I just didn't quite get there. Thirty eight years old and focus is still a problem. Well, clearly. But uh, just just so you know, Coach, because I know you're fascinated. Game one last night on the uh, Kenny Hendo outstanding softball team. Sixteen inch or twelve? Twelve inch. First at bat, double to the left field wall. Outstanding start. Next at bat, triple to right center as the right center fielder wow. perhaps did not take the best route to the baseball, to the softball, I should say. So now we're two for two with a, a double and a triple. Next Starting at, to feel cycle, folks. Next at bat. In honor of Tour de France, I think he got to hit a cycle. Next at bat, tried to absolutely annihilate it over the left field wall. Rolled one through between the shortstop and third base oh. for a single. So now, coming up in the seventh inning, you're praying that the Kenny Tarnoffs of the world get on so you get your chance to go for the cycle, which has never been done before in softball history, <laughs> or perhaps it's been done 10 million times. But praying to get up, come up, two outs, the bases are loaded. The game is still, we're winning, but still somewhat close. Take the first pitch, strike called. Well, before you get to the scenario here now, yeah. close game. Fairly close. Bases loaded. Uh-huh. Are you of the selfish mentality to yes. heck with it? I got a once in a lifetime opportunity to go for the cycle, or are you of the team mentality? My team needs a base hit here to help win this game. Didn't think one second about the team. <laughs> all I was going up there was to hit the ball over the fence. That was that's all I was thinking about. Lower the shoulder, coach. Swung as hard as I possibly could, and there she goes, sailing into the night. 278-foot really? wall. Over the fence? Could not hold it. Landing on the parking lot. Wow. Grand slam wow. with the win. Uh, father, actually Fred Carmen in the stands, seeing his son pumping the fist like I had just actually done something. Uh, very was very proud of myself, Coach. Proud go wild. Team go wild. T- team gave me the love. So and when I as I said, the, by the way, the hardest time to hit a home run is when right when you're when trying you're to try, hit it. It's like, it's like the, you can hit a fly ball to the outfield every time you don't want to, but but when it's a runner on third, tight uh, game, one out, it's the hardest time to hit a fly ball. So you were able to muscle one up and hit it out even when you were trying to. Right. Well, I, well, as I said, Coach, great, great, great athlete. I mean, you just you you can't really just explain how good of an athlete I am. It's amazing. David, was someone on the uh, phone? Oh, yeah, we were butt-dialed by the big dog, and I wanted to see if you wanted me to put it through, but he, like, figured it out and hung up. So, (laughs) What does he have any – does he have any life going on over there? This is the last call he made was to the talk zone, and 24 hours later – He's he's prepping to go out on the river? 37% of the phone calls we get on the show, Mark, tend to be of the gluteal dial variety. 888-463-6748. We don't care if you dial it with your – what did you call it? Are we allowed to say ass on the uh, talk zone? Is that legal? Absolutely. Okay, good. It's the Uh, Internet. You can go deeper than that. 888-463-6748. Uh, are you a great athlete? I mean, just and so, coach, when you are a, as I said once again, it's a gr- phenomenal. Hit. First time ever hitting for the second. First time ever. Nicely done. So, when you're a great athlete, coach, great, great, great athlete, as I like to call myself, you of course get to play in another game with another squad because they need a fill-in. So I go game two, and uh, that game, bottom of the seventh, coach, teams down a run, leadoff guy gets on, up steps Carmen. What do you think happens? You got it, coach. A bomb to right center. 
eluding the right center fielder, and with this speed, you're not going to hold me. Two-run homer walk-off, wow. and that ends the night. Inside the parker. Inside the parker. So the Carmine can still uh, wheel around the bases. I mean, the, you got, I got the, it, it's called five tools, coach. Not only can you hit for distance, but you got the speed, the throwing arm. That is a little bit of a problem, but somehow I was able to get the balls over there from second base last night. And, uh, coach, I went to bed last night, and I just realized that that is the pinnacle. So I am announcing right now on the talk zone. <laughs> that I'm retiring from all recreational sports. And from now on, we'll just do yoga and Pilates and uh, other things with it that just keep the body healthy. And Captain Kenny Henriksen just had the big one at uh, whatever work locale he might be at. He's doing it. That's outstanding. Is in any way, shape, or form uh, the fact that you were going to appear on this semi-illustrious show, did that give you any amount of inspiration to have the career night? i got to no. somehow the two items are combined. Absolutely not. Come on. There's got to be a connection. I was actually sitting there out in uh, in right center field gotta in the second game connection. thinking to myself, how do I get out of doing this tomorrow? <laughs> so I, I can't put any – maybe it distracted me enough thinking about ways to get out of it that, that, that I was able to somehow be relaxed at the plate and thinking that there are other more important things going on. Goodness. Two guys at a mic, folks. TalkZone.com. Carmen in the house here talking a little all-star baseball. Welcome in some Kansas City fan talking about the booing uh, of Robinson Cano last night. And apparently, again, I didn't – See it, Mark, or hear it, but it was not just uh, temperate booing, but it was rather boisterous. No, it was it was as boisterous and continuous. How did is, Cano is handle it? How did he handle it? He didn't get the ball out of he barely got the ball out of the infield. That part, performance wise, but I mean attitude wise, did he, he smile he, a little bit? Did he? He was trying to put a, a, a positive face on it. And once again, I was on the softball field dominating, so I, I can't really speak incredibly intelligently on exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But from what I can tell, from the highlights that I saw, and I was watching a little bit of the replay, you know, after the ball game, which coach I was getting slightly intoxicated at Buffalo Wild Wings after the game. I hope you don't mind. Uh, you know, he he seemed to be doing as well as he could to handle it. But the guy is going to be crushed in Kansas City for the rest of his career. I hope they never let up on him. And I know that he didn't do anything, you know, incredibly wrong. But the the guy had time to think about it. He was sitting on his Robinson Cano plush leather couch. You know, and was you know had had all all the best of it in making this decision, and somehow in his infinite wisdom, he decided that Billy Butler did not deserve on that team. Now I don't know what Billy Butler. Who Butler's, is the Kansas City rep? Who was the Kansas? Who's in the game? Yeah, Butler. Okay. But he and deservedly so, by the way. But he deserved to be in the home run derby. And Billy's not a home run hitter, really. I mean, he this year he's putting up big home run numbers, but before this year, the most he's ever hit is twenty one. Mm-hmm. He's not. You know, he's more of a a lot of people, you probably don't pay attention to Billy Butler every single day, but this guy is a professional 300 hitter every year with close to, you know, over 40 doubles. And if he was on a better team, he'd be a perennial drive in 100 RBI guy. But he's been on the Royals, and they haven't had the talent. Now, when everything comes together for Casey, like I think it will, I mean, Butler, people are going to know who Billy Butler is. The guy. You know, a lot of people compare him to an Edgar Martinez, which I don't think he's that pure of a hitter, but just just south of it. I mean, he's he's a fantastic, fa- fantastic uh, right-handed hitter in the game today. So right, you'll get to see him tonight, Coach. Yes, Billy Butler, good old number 16. We will indeed. All-Star game. You want to check in your thoughts uh, on the All-Star game? You want to make a pick for MVP? We could, you know, maybe throw out a little $10, $15, cash reward. I'll tell you what we'll do. If anybody calls up, you want to pick the MVP of the game, uh, our... 
Manual computer. We still have the manual computer. We do. Uh, Carmen. That's amazing. We'll lay the odds on the particular player that you pick. If he wins the MVP award, we will send you a a cash prize. Cash prize? on those particular odds. 888-463-6748, the phone number. Feel free to dial it up. Talk a little all-star baseball. Justin Verlander on the mound for the American League. Matt Cain. I find him a fascinating case study. Big dog, or big dog. That's okay, Coach. Mark Carmen starting for the National League. Why, Matt Cain seems like the... Why is Matt Cain fascinating? I don't know. He seems like the everyman's, the everyday kind of guy Do you who make made the, it to the major leagues. Yeah. Not He doesn't have that sexy star power. And it was kind of cool to see him make the major leagues. And then I remember watching him a little bit on the Giants where the team featured in, uh, what was that television show they're doing on the Marlins now? What's it called? Baseball tonight? No, no, no. You know where they follow the team around? Follow the team around inside yeah. inside the team. I don't know what yeah. the answer is. But the you question. know what I'm talking yes, about, right? Coach. Okay, we're there. So and you could see Matt came with the wife and the little kid and stuff like that. But so we seem like just the everyday, you know, major league player, and all of a sudden he's just getting better and better as a pitcher. Here he is starting, the starting pitcher in the All Star game. It's kind of cool to see Mr. Vanilla, a guy that I think a lot of fans can relate to, hit. Uh, you know, the the top pinnacle in his profession. I've never seen anybody. I don't think anybody in the Matt Cain family <laughs> feels as good about Matt Cain as you just wax poetic on Matt Cain. But that's a nice story that you put together there, Coach. Thank you very much. I mean, I'll watch the game now. Of course, that could be confusing him with Ryan Vogel. So. Yeah, well, I'm going to watch the game tonight through a different lens when I see Matt Cain on the bump <laughs> when, he, when he goes at a Derek Jeter. So, I mean, the way – that's why, Coach, by the way, I just feel so much better yeah. about being in here today – I knew I was going to learn something, and I don't know what exactly I just learned, but it's got something to do with Matt Cain, and I'm going to be watching. I will be there for pitch one tonight. Are you? Is this much see, must-see TV for you tonight? Well, uh, I'm umpiring tonight, so it's going to be must-see taped TV. Now, the big question. These are the big decisions you, in my uh, particular life when I come home. Do you use a VHS tape, or do you yeah. know how to use a DVR no, at this we're, point? No, we're working DVR at this point. Good job, Coach. It took a while. Thank you very much. But uh, 10 o'clock at night, can I watch the game from start to finish? and still stay awake, potentially not, so I might have to tune in. I haven't made that critical decision yet, but I will be watching some form of the game. Now, when you are doing these things late at night, are you in bed with the wife, or are you in a special no. John Cohn part of the estate yeah, over there? The wife has uh, commandeered the bedroom television, unless <laughs> I want to watch the next episode of The House Hunters. <laughs> not a bad show. I like House oh, Hunters. Oh, Lord. Help. There's like a there's like a hundred different of those type of shows. Oh, I've seen them all. she's gotten addicted to them. Yeah, no, no. I bl- believe me. I, I, there's now, an you're ar- not married. I don't think you have a significant female each other, but... So in your own well, male testosterone, you're 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 going house hunting. Well, see that there there that's not true, Coach. There and I don't want to get into too Uh-oh. super details because I know I know you like to know everything, but there is out there in uh, in Foopy Land a uh, an Alexandra out there, and I do have watched many a house hunter, courtesy of her, <laughs> and I and I have learned a lot about different backsplashes and other painting options and, and the way to <laughs> properly install yeah. a garden. And other uh, fine things. Yeah. I mean, she can sit there and watch episode after episode after episode and then gets very excited about which house is going to be selected. <laughs> and you're right, though. You watch it enough, you, you can start to fall in that trap. Or there's one show where they, like, eliminate decorators. And the, the, there's, like, 20 that start young interior decorators. They're in teams of two. And the one who survives in the end will get to do their own show. 
So it's the whole, you know, they do the decoration thing, the experts analyze it, and then they eliminate one by one. It's unbelievable suspense. I, I'm actually hoping I'm hoping they bring back Queer Eye for the straight guy. That was one of my favorites in this genre. Forgot about that. That was a great one. The Queer Eye for the straight guy. What a winner. Well, I'm you trying know, to remember which was that. I don't know. It was a bunch of gay dudes that came in and fixed up your house. Yeah. Oh, they, fix up the house. Okay. Or, right. They, they do, what was they do the, the first remake. gay movie that was a gay television series that was on? Before the L word, there was. Yeah, I have no idea on that yeah. one, too. Yeah, there was a show. I can, I can still remember the lead guy. All in the Family? No, and I think Queer was in the name. The Queer Guy or something? But it was, it was... Oh, Queer as Folk. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Good job, pretty, David Olson. Nice. Yeah, pretty well done show, actually. When was this? 62? What what years are we talking for Queer as Folk? Oh, this was. 48? Uh, early 90s? This was the late 90s, early yeah. aughts. Yep. Okay. Early who? Aughts. God bless you. With the that, zeros. That the was good. The aughts. I got it. That's that's uh, that sounds like Grandpa Simpson, but yeah, that's why they're the. I got to tell you, between the the uh, controversy of the booing and Robinson Cano or the whole house hunting thing, I'm 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 enjoying the interior decorating a little bit more. I could really use <laughs> a lot of help in 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 oh. both decorating and house hunting and and actually and all that type of stuff. So this is now, good, uh, this is good talk, Coach. We've already got a couple texts in, a couple we do? of emails in. Uh, Where? For, and basically, the gist of that. How do we is see for, these things? Forget the gibberish. Who is dot 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 Alexander? That's what the fans want. Oh, they, well, coach, I don't like to discuss my personal life. One of uh, the texts is from uh, back hair Bobby. By she the way. she is uh she is listening right now, coach at Lex Huber on Twitter. You can uh, you, is it you, Alex or Alexander? It's Alexander, but we call her Alex. If you want to know her actual full name, it would be uh, Alexander. No, don't Nicole. give out her whole. Well, thing. there you go. Okay, so Alexander. just follow her on 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 Twitter. That's all you need to know, Coach. At Lex Huber. Uh, well, you Alex, followed me you... yesterday. You followed me yesterday. You're you're yes. show. See, you looked at me all confused. Like, what did I do? You followed me. Yes, Coach. very excited. You're getting big in the Twitter. How many followers you got now? You up to seven? Our show? Yes. Well, no, not the show. You. Do you I have your own? I don't do personal Twitter. You don't? No. Why? No interest. But I do it via you're the show. A, you're a you're a major media personality people well, want I, to talk to I you i didn't say i don't twitter but i do it via the show oh mike two guys oh okay okay so i understand my I bad two guys mike and that's part of the problem is you never get <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> if people want to uh, follow us on twitter it's two the number two guys mike m-i-c not you know short for microphone i mean i'm sitting right here and i still don't know what that what, what it is i have no idea what it is two guys uh, mike two guys mike Two guys, Mike. That's our that's two, our Twitter. The the the, the number. No, I think no, 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 no. Our Twitter's Mike. Two guys. No, it's two guys, Mike. I trust David. Trust you, me. Yeah, you you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he actually does. This you you never knew, Coach, when you started up this radio deal that it was going to get so technical. You got to have a Twitter handle. You got to be on Facebook. There's a lot of there's a lot of arteries to this, Coach, to being successful. Clearly, well, the you, good news is we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. The bad news is apparently you don't know how to I don't use know it. how to activate it, but yeah. we're on there. <laughs> right, and you're now following me, Coach. You can see all my great tweets. Yeah. I've been a little bit low on the tweets since. And if any uh, of our female fans, uh, sorry, Alexander, if any of our other female fans who are piqued by the interest, if not the webcast vision. Oh my God! Of the thirty-eight something mark. Carmine, I'm looking right at you. Is that would, Mike? Is that TV? That thing really works? Uh, you never know. I mean, there is big, a camera in here. It's very intimidating. Big brother is watching you. Uh, if people want to follow you on Twitter, Carmine, how can they do that? At the Carm Coach. 
the Carm. Very simple. Not any of this Mike two guys, Mike two guys, uh, two Mike <laughs> guys, whatever you were just talking about. Yeah. The Carm. And Carm spelled? C-A-R-M. At the Carm. Not K-A-R-M? I know that we've known each other for 20 years, and you still don't know how to spell my name, as you included in the email to David Olson. Mark Carmen will be in tomorrow, C-A-R-M-E-N. You still think that I'm of Mexican descent. I'm actually a Jewish guy. M-A-N, Coach. you got to get that straight. Oh, goodness. Alexander, if you want to find out a little bit about uh, Mark Carmen's she early years. She knows all she needs no, to know. No, she doesn't know everything. Uh, feel free to email me at jcsports, <laughs> and tees at AOL.com, or Mike2Guys at AOL.com, and I'll fill you in with all the info. Do you know how to use email? Are you uh, proficient I'm in email? Very, actually, very good. can go either hand in email. Is that right? Yeah, I've been working well, with my and left And that's hand. where the Mike2Guys is. It's your email. Yes. That's Mike2Guys. Your yes. Twitter is 2Guys2Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, See the voice you... of reason on this show, the soon-to-be father of three. Now, what? he's not having triplets. He's already got two. Uh, David Olson, producer see, extraordinary. See, what you should do, Coach, if I may give you some advice, if I can, make things easy on yourself. The same email, the same that was Twitter. was not possible. That you just had to make it more no, no, difficult. No, no, no. no. That it was, was not possible? One was taken. How was that possible? Two guys, Mike. There's another two guys in a mic. There can't be. Oh, there's there are actually more than a couple. I was interviewed I, about two months ago. You the named two the... guys in a mic in L.A., Actually, had they they were doing a survey of all the other two guys at a mic. So I did a little uh, five minute interview on their particular show. I gotta believe, with all due respect, mm-hmm. that I never liked the name two guys in a mic. I thought it was kind of like just almost just too weird. Like are there two guys sitting over there over one microphone? It 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 just seemed a little too. I don't know. We are in negotiation. There could be a name change coming up. I mean, it just the the whole thing just it didn't work for me. But you're telling me that you were not the only one. I thought that it was only your mind that could come no, up with something like no, that. No. They're all over the place. It's it's spreading the nation, <laughs> two guys in a mic. Let's not get carried away, but there's at least a half a dozen. Uh, what are they, out in Indonesia? Where are these people? <laughs> I don't believe this L.A. story at all. Well, Can we get them on the air? 888-463-6748. Two guys in a mic, L.A. How's their success of their show? What are they doing? Uh, according to them, their success is great. But I think they have a slightly... Higher stated ego than me and the big dog. And by the way, keep in mind, I've been doing the show now for two years with Joel. So all the deficiencies you see me. I feel like it's way more than that. You've only been doing the show. Well, two years. Two years. A little bit more than two years. It feels like it's seven years. About two and a half. Only seven and a half. Two and a half years here? Yeah. Feels like just yesterday. I'm sure it does. Every every morning when you you get out of bed, (laughs) get those juices flowing. Okay. Okay. So two and a half years doing the two guys in a mic deal. Yep. What was the name at the morning break? The morning break. Very good. <laughs> and then it was the so you went from the naked truth about sports to the coach and the kid mm-hmm. to the morning break, and now two guys in a mic. That's a storied career. Right Have there. you thought about championship number five? What that's going to be? Uh, it's possible. I mean, title number five could it be is, that. It that's is possible. That, one one for the thumb. That's our motto. Yeah, I mean, there. I think. <laughs> at the three-year anniversary, maybe a changeover, and then you can make the Twitter and the email all yep. synchronized together. I think that's the move, Coach. Yep. Well, so what? maybe, you know, with you back in the Chicago area, <laughs> Carmen might uh, – you might be on staff. Have your people contact my people, and we'll do lunch. I can't imagine anything like that happening, but uh, it is good to be here today, and yeah. I, I will uh, – I look forward to listening every day myself. In now, some... the show that you were on in Houston? Yeah. What no, was it in, in Kansas City. Coach. Kansas City. Thank, thank I you, say coach. Houston because there's a – that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Coach. The show in Kansas City. The host was who? Nick Wright. 
Nick Wright? Nick Wright, yes. Is that his real name? That is his name. Well, What's I, right with Nick Wright? I thought two guys at a mic was bad. Nick Wright. Did he have a nickname? Did Nick Wright have a nickname? Yeah, I mean, did they call him anything on the show? Well, his fiance calls him Nicky Poo. <laughs> <laughs> so that did get that did come out. Thank Very you, talented uh, young man in in the in Act, the uh, serious? Yes, okay. absolutely. One of the one of the best that I've that I've heard, Coach. He's now hosting mornings in Houston. I don't know how. So uh, on the on the I CBS. You, weren't you working for some other guy in the Work, beginning? No. I was never working for anybody else. Art with an A, Artis- Arterial. I never worked for Artissimo or Arterial or or Arter- whatever you, is in your head. <laughs> like a lot of other things, you might want to remove that. I was doing. I was a part of the Nick Wright experience in the afternoons. Okay. We did a great job. I thought, in my own, hum- own humble opinion, thought it was a great show, along with a Jared Carter and a, uh, and, a, and a Carrington Harrison. Hey, Carm, part. quit playing with the camera. You just didn't, we got like a Batman vision in here now. It's like on an <laughs> what, angle. How do I get it back? I'll, I'll fix it. Okay, fix thank it. you very much. I'm sorry. I was trying to put. I was trying to get a great shot of the coach right, right at him. Actually, the. The Batman angle might not be a bad look. I, I, I mean, I thought I, I, I thought I had him perfect. I don't know. I see that camera that's staring at me. I was intimidated by, and then this one right here. I just got a little yep. nervous. It was twitching on yep. my bad, David. I, and that, for those that, that uh, fans of again. North Penn out there, the North Penn shirt that Mark Carmen is wearing. I, my mistake. I forgot to remind you. Yeah. Last time you were in here, we were verbal, but we were not via live webcast. Yeah, a lot and of you pressure. You found out about 30 seconds before the start of the show that uh, you and your North Penn shirt would be featured worldwide. I was gonna, I would have gone collared shirt for you, Coach. Yeah. But that don't th- forget, this show is being heard it in is. seven different continents and also parts of Naperville and Glen Ellen. Yeah, that's 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 a those are suburbs of the in the western Chicago yes. area for people that don't know that. Yep. And the other part is just kind of yeah. sort of bad humor. Yeah. But we're uh, very big by the way in uh, in uh, yeah, in so, certain somewhere. parts of the far east. Right. Uh, studies right, have shown Yes. Studies have shown that when English is a second language, yeah, that our show is much more well, popular. Well, that's good, coach. And yeah. you, I mean, we used to do a show with a you know, it was Russian in front of us, Russian afterwards. Yes. And there were scary people that looked like they were going to kill you walking in between the studios. I mean, that that happened. Yet another yeah. tremendous venture that I was a part of, and for what was that? Uh, a good year stint. We have had a rather circuit. Circ- what's the Cir- circuitous? Circuitous path to a semi-startup, Mark. No question about. Well, it. right. See, for that to be actually accurate, you would have had to have gotten somewhere. So right now, I I just feel like. And, and in my own life, coach, uh-huh. sometimes you're just that rat on the cage that's just, you know, you're, you're running, you're running, you're running, <laughs> trying to get somewhere, and you're just kind of standing in place. I mean, that I yep. think that would probably be slightly more accurate. But we're having a good time. Stage uh, to stage coverage right. of the Tour de France. Right. We mentioned, by the way, that uh, nine stages are down, 11 are left in the Tour de France, and Bradley Wiggins shocking yeah. the world out of Britain as they're trying to get over the fact Bradley. that Andy Murray got knocked out in the Wimbledon final, but uh, Britain might come back and celebrate as uh, Brad Wiggins leads after nine rounds to 11 to go. By the way, i got to tap your knowledge. I know you're a huge basketball fan. Mm-hmm. A lot of Chicago Bulls fans listen to this particular show, a lot of NBA fans. Yeah. I would be remiss, and I hate being remiss, if I did not ask you some of your thoughts on the uh, beloved Bulls. The bench mob is getting broken up, but the Kirk Heinrich coming back to town, Mr. Carmen. My thoughts on Kirk Heinrich. Well, first of all, great Jayhawk. Let me get that out there. Second of all, 
I think it's fine signing. Two years, six million. Those yep. those are reasonable numbers. Yep. I don't think you can expect the world with Kirk Heinrich, but I think he will be very motivated, very happy to be here, comfortable. Still has a house here. Uh, never really wanted to leave in the first place. Now he is an older Kirk Heinrich, and if you look at what I like to call the Tendex coach, which is a way of evaluating players, Kirk Heinrich's Tendex last year was awful. Tendex. Tendex. It's a you know. Is this it, your system? This is a this is a system that I've been perfecting for years, and it's the way that it's a way to evaluate players. Was this, if, you, if you don't watch them every night? Was this before or after you got drug tested when you came up with this? It was probably while I was at the meeting, coach. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line, coach, he, had, he was terrible last year. So I don't think we can expect the world from Kirk Heinrich or half the world. But on the other hand, you didn't pay him a whole lot of money. He's a more of a combo guard than C.J. Watson, so I think it makes sense for the Bulls. Um, and I would have loved to have seen them be more active in getting, like to me, Steve Nash would have been, you know, I don't know if that would have been at all possible, but you know, somebody like that who is looking for that last title run. But the main thing for me with the Chicago Bulls, is you can't match the Omar Sheik. Let him go to Houston. He's not thinking about it. By yeah, the way. don't, 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 don't do that. He's he's not that valuable. Not worth not worth the uh, premium freight that that Houston wants to pay Omar Sheik twenty five million dollars over three years. You can have him. Good luck with that. So you let him go, and you got to make sure that you got Taj Gibson in the fold. Yep. I like a Taj. Yep. And some the sooner you get rid of Carlos Boozer. The better. I can't stand them. Now, one more year. No, I think it's more than that, pal. Well, but they can uh, amnesty. Yeah, the old amnesty. Yeah. Regardless, uh, you know, I don't think you can get anybody to take Carlos Boozer. But if you could, well, that it, would be what I'd be. That's I, if I was Gar Foreman or John Paxson, I would be staying up through the night every night trying to figure out some way that I could get Carlos Boozer somewhere because he's just not a winning player. I don't care what stats he puts up. Yep. I don't it, it's I'm the, completely with you. Right. Oh, you know, he scores points, he does this and he does that. You know what? I watch he's, the games. He's great at yelling at a defender as they as he lays it in. <laughs> That's one of his great skills. Yeah. He 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 tries to act like he's doing something and he just doesn't do anything. And he I mean he can shoot it okay, uh, and, but I I just the fall away shot is bothersome, and in big games, in crunch time, it's... I'm a big fan of a power forward that can actually dunk the basketball in traffic. I like guys like that. Those are, you know, he's undersized fours who aren't that strong. I, it just, he doesn't do anything for me. He never did anything for me. He didn't like the signing from day one. So, that would be my Chicago Bulls thought. But I, I also think... Coach, it's uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna go down that road, I'll, I'll I'll finish it with this. Tom Thibodeau should not be allowed to coach any of the teams that you get to coach. Which uh, you know, I not to take anything away from what you're doing, but you you coach you know junior high basketball, high school basketball. I don't think Thibodeau should be allowed to do that for what he did, in my opinion, to Derrick Rose. Uh. And, and say I know you disagree, and so does 95% of the populace, mm -hmm. but. I don't see how there's any defense for when you have a guy who's been injured all year and then you have him out there when a game is won and it's over and you're trying to nurse this guy through the playoffs and you've got him out there playing. Well, it, it's indefensible. I, and so I, I just so if you want to if you want to do two things, 
Don't sign Omar Ashik. Get rid of Carlos Boozer. And they're working on this contract for Tibbs. See you later. Hasta la bye-bye. He will be a Scott Skiles. He will be a Doug Collins. Those are the guys that they're great for a while, but then they run their teams into the ground. you got to get rid of them. See you I later. Got, I got three comments on that. One, I agree with your analysis for a good part of the regular season. Over the course of two years, I do not understand why he keeps his starters in so long and doesn't play this up more when the games are in tow. So I, I've said that that's been the one fallacy his from the get-go. I disagree with you on the actual Derrick Rose injury play because I was watching that game, and I was very conscious of the fact of when should Rose and some of the other starters come out, and that was a playoff game. They were up by and 20. Phil, Philadelphia had knocked it down the 10 or 12 points, still a couple of minutes with left. With a minute to go. No, two minutes, not a minute. Okay, two minutes. Maybe after, yeah, well, there's, that, okay. that, that's a big I, difference. I, I, believe, I believe it was about one minute and 31 seconds. Maybe when he got injured. Right. But, but that was before the, t- when he had to make the decision. They, they were up 20 with five minutes to go. Yes. Okay. That's exactly the point. They were up 20 with five minutes to go, but right. all of a sudden, Philly is starting to hit some shots. They got, I mean, I can remember the game like it was yesterday. Yeah. They got it down to 12, and, and again, I'm, but I'm it, it, let, let, let me rewind you. You're, a, okay, you're, you're the coach, all right? John Cohn, you're the head coach. You have Derrick Rose, who is the heart and soul of your franchise. He has been hurt all year, in and out of the lineup. Okay, he is a ticking time bomb. Not so much that you know that he's that his knee's going to go out, but anything else, the back, the, uh, the, the had leg problems the whole year. Okay, and all this stuff is related. By the way, I don't buy that the knee went out on its own. Everything's related. You're putting more strain on other things when when something else is bothering you. Okay. You have an opportunity to get him out of the game and live to play another day. And it's not like they had a good record without Derrick Rose. Over 500. C.J. Watson, more than capable. John Lucas, more than capable. Both these guys, solid backup players. You have a chance to get him out of the game. And his ridiculous reasoning at the time is he needs to learn how to finish games. No, 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 he doesn't. He's Derrick Rose. He won the MVP. He took you to the conference finals the year before. He doesn't need to do any of that. What he needs to do is to be healthy. And you had a chance to get him out of there. Instead, you pushed it for your ridiculous Tom Thibodeau. He needs to learn how to finish reasons. And now you got a guy who most likely will never be the same. It's in, I, it's, All right, which it's brings me to my third point. Go ahead. Which brings me to my third point. I, and I, again, I go back to point number two, what I was watching. And I'm on your side. The one part I don't like about Thibodeau, I'm very conscious of it. And I get mad when he doesn't bring the guys in. I thought it was a playoff game, 20-point lead down to 12 Philadelphia on a roll. And I thought, you know what? It, it was I was debating, but I have to admit, at the moment, the yeah. coach and me said, you know what, it's okay to keep Rose in. All right. Uh, point number three is I have said all along, and I think I'm the only guy, okay, that it's my possible. biggest fear with Derrick Rose is with his unbelievable explosiveness yeah. and strength that the big worry I had, I said this a year ago, I said this two years ago, my big worry with him is that at one point the, he's going to come down and just shatter that puppy because the knee is not made for that kind of strength and explosiveness that he had. And I think that's what happened. Well, hold on a second. It was, it There's was, a lot of players that play with tremendous force. No. No? Not the level of Rose. Not the level of Rose. I don't Rose. think I've ever seen an NBA player that is ex- the combination of strength and explosive as Derrick Rose. Coach, well, here, 
was let's just start. I mean, we can name a million guys that were very explosive who have not blown out their knee. Now, I I will grant you this: at Derrick Rose for a point guard, strong, very unique. Allen Iverson, explosive, not the strength of Derrick Rose. Okay. What about Darren Williams? Not as explosive, I right. suppose. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to pick guys that of of his size. So I, I, I think that injury. You, you just thought it was just gonna, you don't think it's at all related to everything else that was going on in his body and it was just going to happen one day. Regardless of any of that, even, look, and you, and you, and you may be right. I don't know. I'm not a doctor and nobody will ever know. But the point of the fact of the matter is, is that he was hurt and he was hurt all year and he had a chance to get him out of the game and you didn't protect the player. And now you just set the franchise back, I don't know, Five years. I mean, there. Yep. It's a big problem. I mean, this is it's 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 an infixable yeah. problem. Backup so, guard Mike James was quoted a couple days ago. Yeah, he's ready to go. It's, it's, it's my team now. No, I'm sure he's uh, right. Well, <laughs> all right, Carmen, we got about a minute left. I want to. Are you kidding? Uh, you know, it's over. <laughs> that can't be true. Time flies when you're having a semi good time. Uh, I'll, I will leave the final minute to you. Any thoughts you want to give it? Hopefully. I know I got some away time coming up. Hopefully this will not be a one and done for you. We'll get you back in, maybe hosting uh, you and the big dog. I would enjoy listening to that. I coach. I appreciate any and all offers. You'll have to talk to my agent on that. But uh, I would just say for anybody in the KC region that uh, is listening, perhaps I just would like to say that uh, I, I do miss uh, being on, obviously, and I had the greatest time ever there, and uh, it pains me every single day to not be able to uh, talk to the KC faithful, who are the I mean, I love Chicago and tremendous sports fans and all that. Kansas City has its own niche that cannot be topped. It's a, uh, it was a phenomenal place to work for the. The only negative work. I'll say about Kansas Go City. Ahead, give it. What is that mall area that I stayed in when you I. You don't like the plaza? The plaza. Brutal! Why? Over. Got every store you could possibly uh, that's, want. That's the part of the problem. No charm, no mystique. It's just uh, a bunch coach, of shopping. That, that was the most overrated. Well, you're not a, you're not a shopping guy, so I understand where you're coming from. However, the a, gas station area. barbecue I went to. What uh, was that place called? You went. To, oh, you went to an Oklahoma Joe's. Awfully good. Yeah, yeah, yep. awfully good. We the still best. talk about Oklahoma Joe. Coach, right. thank you very much for having me, Coach. I appreciate it. Thanks for being had. Anytime. We'll Car- see. <laughs> we'll see you again in seven years. All right. Two guys and a mic. TalkZone.com signing off. Thanks for listening, everybody. Back at you tomorrow at 10. Don't be late.